Hands. Come on, jazz hands, jazz hands. Okay, there you go. Gun Owners of America, jazz hands. Jazz hands from Hank Strange. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode 136 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast coming to you live from the Big Daddy Gun Studios. We don't have lower thirds. We still can't get those. So I encourage everyone out there to uh, click the thumbs up button on this video. Subscribe to, the, to, the, to this channel. We're coming to you live from Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, which is our B channel. And that's where we've been doing everything since we got uh, some flack and actually got pulled off the air live uh, about a month ago, I think at this point. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you click that notification button. Make sure you thumbs up this video. Okay, and what, who, what we have today is a, or tonight, we have a question and answer with Jordan Stein, this gentleman right here from Gun Owners of America. This is his second time back on the show. Jordan, thanks for coming back on, my friend. Thanks for having me on. Yes. Um, so, you know, we had such a good conversation the last time. Um, you know, I think I told you then that we'd love to have you back on. We've got some things that I think uh, folks out there would like to know where gun owners of, of America stands on some things that are going on out there. So we're going to talk about that and uh, we're going to take questions and we're going to give answers from the audience, from everyone that's joining us tonight. So I definitely encourage everyone watching right now, hit us up with your questions. I'm going to go through the roll call here in a second. And, um, and we're going to take your questions and stuff like that. Jordan will answer. I will answer what I can. Also, I wanted to let everyone know at the top of the show, we're going to keep reminding you of this. Right now, if you want to join Gun Owners of America, GOA, it's usually, what is it, 20 bucks for a it's, year? Uh, $20 is the normal normal membership, yeah. Absolutely. So starting tonight, it's going to be 15 bucks for the yearly membership. There is a link in the description that Lola put in there that you can go through that link to GOA and you can sign up and we encourage you to do that. Um I don't know if there's anything you wanted to add to that before I go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, it's a it's a full fledged membership, just like the twenty dollar one. But uh, you know, it's uh, this is unique to Hank Strange. Uh, I believe the URL is gunowners.me/slash/hankstrange. You go there, the link in the description, and uh, you can join get full memberships. Um, again, it's usually twenty dollars. This is just fifteen for for supporters and subscribers of of Hank and the work he does. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and um, just just for folks out there who don't know any better, you know, or who are interested in knowing I'm not making any money out of this or anything like that. Correct. All 100 percent of the money goes to, goes to GOA. Yep. Right. Absolutely. And, um, you know, in, in light of the things we've been talking around here for the last couple of days, I, I encourage you guys to do it. And I appreciate anyone who goes out there and does it. You know, and, and as I said before, please make sure you thumbs up this video. Uh, also share, let folks out there know that we're doing this. Um, if you don't know what to share on social media, you can go on pretty much every social media and you'll find that we've posted something. And that would be Facebook and Instagram, and Twitter, etc. We've posted something up there. Uh, I've done it. So is Jordan on behalf of GOA. So you guys go check that out. You know what, Jordan, I'm going to go real quick here and do a roll call. While okay. we're waiting for everyone to load in, that's just the way that we reward all the folks yep. that are hanging out with us. Like before we even start, <laughs> they're hanging out. So I'm going to go through here and shout those guys out and then tell you a little bit of what they said. So Chris Illog, he's first. He says, first, boom. There you go. <laughs> 
So he was number one today. I, he, I'm sure he worked hard on that. Vanessa Kitty is also in here. Um, Chris let's see who else we have here. Uh, Michael Bender. And let's see, I'm going down. Sketchy Roll. He says, when does this start? We usually start around 7. Sometimes we're setting up and doing all that kind of stuff. But we start at 7 p.m. Eastern. I don't know what that is on all the other things. So you have to go check that out. Joe Carpenter is also here. He says, uh, let there be strange. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Michael Bender says thumbs up. So everyone do the thumbs ups. Also do, um, you know, hashtags like hashtag big girl panties. We always, I, I can't remember. Did I say big girl panties tonight? Anyway, I hope you guys have your GOA sized big girl panties on tonight. <laughs> You know, um, all right. So there you go. Uh, Joe Carpenter, he says, uh, let me see what you lost it. Outdoors is also here. He says he like uh, what's up. Smash the like button and share it on Twitter. Thank you. We appreciate that. Tango Hunter is also in here. Um, he's <laughs> Tango Hunter says he's moving to California and building a bump stock factory. <laughs> <laughs> and good luck with that. Chris Inlock <laughs> says, uh, do it. <laughs> So there you go. Um, and well, if Joe you're Car moving to California, quick plug, uh, you should check out Gun Owners of California. They are our sister organization, and they work full time for gun rights in California. So, so, uh, so California is so here. bad, it needs its own org just to help well, out with California. They right? actually started uh, started before we did. You know, oh, we really? came, oh, came okay. out of California. Yeah. So uh, they're one of the oldest, GOC is one of the oldest uh, political action organizations in the country. And we're just, GOA is right behind them. Um, so, oh, sweet. Okay, that's yeah. good to know. Okay, that's a good thing. So California started it all. And there are folks in California that are, you know, that for lots of different reasons can't just up and leave. And they're trying mm -hmm. to make things better over there. Ultimately, we can't leave the whole damn country. So... Yeah. You know, we have to we have to push back against a lot of what's going on here. All right. Let me keep going down. Um, Vanessa Kitty wants to know if there's a branch in Massachusetts. Do you have different branches all around the country or uh, GOC? The, uh, the group in California is the only one affiliated, officially affiliated with GOA. However, we do work with um, uh, state groups, uh, some of our friends. I know there's a great group in Idaho called the Second Amendment Alliance, who we work closely with. Uh, other groups in Iowa uh, and uh, across the country that we work with. We're not necessarily affiliated with them, but we do work with them. So, yes. And then we also just have members and activists in, in, in all 50 states as well. Um, so okay. we are active across the country. OK, cool. Tim Not Tim is also here. He says, Tango Hunter, don't do it. Don't go south of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, OK. Uh, Pep Brothers is um, also in here. So shout out to Pep Brothers. And Enrique Q is also in. What's up, Enrique? Imposter is in. Boss Hog is in. He says, hey, to everyone, uh, Roger Vasquez. Everyone's giving us thumbs ups right now. Um, let's get the thumbs ups going. I'm not sure exactly. Uh, let's see. We have, I think we have around 90 people watching. I don't know how many thumbs ups we have. We have 60. So 30 of you people need to, don't sit on your thumbs. Put your thumbs ups. There you go. <laughs> Give us the thumbs up. Don't sit on them. Um, Recall Junkie 1981. He gave us one, two, three, four, five, six, seven thumbs ups in the chat. Richard Hughes is also here. Um, let's see. Uh, Chris B. Armament and Axes is, is in. Greg98K. Chris Bullis 
as well as Jonathan Carl Skint. He says, what's up, Hank? What's up, Jonathan? Um, the Archangel says, I'm here, children. <laughs> okay. Uh, Midnight Range TM says, hey, Hank and everyone. Highway Run 77 is also in Bill Butcher. Um, let's see who else we have in here. LB Louis Cipher, Tony Lobner. Uh, all thumbs gives us thumbs ups and that's his name all thumbs uh i see mw tactical tony cantrell dc2 mega boost lots of people man um yoder texas yoder texas as well as music lover the tyvan show is also in here uh good work tyvan show tyvan show has been on top of as well as um all the other moderators i i, I don't know if i forgot to thank all the moderators on Friday for all the work that they did. But thank you, everyone who's in the chat moderating. Um, you know, we got a pretty good squad out there keeping everyone. Um, Archangel. Archangel, Lola says, is, is one of the squad. And we've got several other people. So let me see, I'm going through. I just want to make sure. RTS guy says he is, RTS guy says, I'm a new Patreon member, also life member of GOA. Oh, well, thank you for being a member. Yes. Awesome. Very awesome. Thank you as well for uh, being a Patreon. We appreciate that. Justin E is also here. Gorillas and Guns. CB says, yo, long yo from CB. Um, Screaming Skull Saloon also in here. So I think that's pretty much everyone. If I miss someone, um, definitely put a put a comment here and I'll shout you out again. And as I said, for the time that we're here, what I'm going to do, Jordan and I are going to spend the whole time talking about different things that are going on, taking questions and stuff like that. So um, once more, don't forget to thumbs ups. We really, really need that. Very important. So Jordan, where would you like to start tonight, man? Lots of different things going on. Do you want to start with the uh, decision that we're all waiting on from, from the ATF in regards to uh, the rate of fire? Sure, sure. Well, uh, as I'm sure many gun owners and uh, guys in the gun rights community were aware uh, the ATF uh, requested uh, comments for from the public on bump stocks and, you know, whether they should be regulated or not, essentially. And uh, to my knowledge, GOA was the only national gun rights group advocating for um, uh, people to leave a comment um, to not regulate bump stocks. Um, right. And there were other very vocal YouTube channels out there who, uh, you know, also encouraged that. So we thank everyone who who did that and, and, and supported it. But, you know, GOA, I mean, right after Las Vegas, it, as tragic as it was, you know, we know that taking rights away from people um, is is never the solution. Is it if it's a restriction or a ban, you know, that's 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 never going to be the right solution. So, you know, we, we oppose all types of, of uh, restrictions or bans on bump stocks, whether that comes from Congress or the ATF. Um, and, and that's what we're, 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 we're uh, acting on, you know. So what we first tried to stop the rush in Congress. And, uh, you know, so we, we lit up the phone lines in Congress. I know a lot of YouTubers were very active in there, too, um, which is always very, very helpful. Right. Um, so and, why do you why do you think I mean, yes, you guys are incredibly active on this and a lot of other things. Um, without, I, I don't want to get into the to mudslinging or anything like that, and I know you don't either. But what, from your point of view, why do you think other organizations that are supposed to be pro Second Amendment are not getting into this? 
you know, again, I don't again, I don't want to mudsling to other groups, but sometimes we all have our different tactics. And uh, so sometimes it's a matter of tack. And uh, this is the approach that that we took. A, a lot of people messaged us and requested some type of uh, a form letter um, to, to give to the ATF. And, and we certainly provided that um, GOA. We, we left the comment. Our foundation left the comment. Um, you know, so sometimes it's tactics and sometimes it's principles. Um, sometimes some groups just b- believe in that. Um, and you know, that that's their decisions and that's what they have to do. But at, at GOA, this is, that's what the, uh, we felt was the best course of action. And, and for the whole month, the comments were open, you know, that's, that was our rally cry is good. Right. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that for any other organizations out there that are not commenting on this, I think it's safe to say that they're fine with it. They approve of it. If you're not going to say anything and you're a pro Second Amendment organization, then you're okay with regulation coming down the pike. So that's the way I'm going to look at it. Now, Lola's reminding me that we kind of got off the rails and just jumped right in. (laughs) Yeah, she says, first of all, we should explain to people who you are and uh, what you do. What's your position? Obviously, you're a member of Gun Owners uh, of America. So do you want to give us a quick little bio? I know you did it sure. last time you were here. Sure. Yeah. Like I said, I'm Jordan Stein. Um, I'm the director of communications here at GOA. GOA, we're a national second amendment organization. We're like, like I've said, we're uh, active on the federal and state and even local levels. And we have our sister organization, GOC. Um, and at GOA, I'm mainly responsible for uh, communications. So I write press releases. I handle social media. Um, I, I also work with a lot of great state groups, like I, I mentioned before. Um, so, th- so that's kind of my role. And um, I've also been in contact with, uh, you know, a lot of great YouTube channels. And I had the pleasure of working with them as well. Absolutely. So. OK, so cool. Now, let's let's do some quick things. Uh, I'm going to start looking at the questions here in a second. So with GOA, I think one of the number one things everyone would like to know, what is the size of the membership of the GOA? Can you tell us that we have one and a half million members and supporters? OK, very cool. OK. And has that over the last uh, three, six months or a year, has that grown significantly? Certainly. Or? It's it's grown, grown a lot. I, I would have to look for the specific specific numbers, but it certainly has has grown tragically since Vegas. OK. OK. And um, on what are the obviously we're talking about we have a link here and the usual membership fees per year is 20 bucks. But with our link, you can get it for 15. What are the other fees like what other tiers do you have in terms of membership? Yeah. So you have um, the basic membership, which is twenty dollars a month. You get our newsletter, uh, the print newsletter. You get uh, surveys and and uh, postcards that you can mail your congressman. Um, the, the next level above that is our Patriot membership, and that's a monthly giving program. So you can give $20 a month or, you know, really any amount like that. Um, and, uh, you, and you get not only all the memberships of the, the benefits of the normal membership, but you get a really nice hat. You get automatic entry into um, our, our giveaways and everything. And then we have our life membership, which is Five hundred dollars. Um, you can pay that in in different installments, and that includes that includes all the the benefits of the other two memberships and um, uh, uh, a 
a frame uh, that has your name and you know GOA life member in addition to uh, other benefits. So if you want more information, go to our website and you can you can find all of that under the uh, the join tab. Okay, cool. And just so that everyone knows, we're not pitching something that we're not willing to get involved in. Lola, um, you're going to get on making us members, right? All right. Let me know when that's done, Lola. So Lola and myself, we're going to join up tonight. Um, I encourage other people to do it. Oh, you're welcome. I'll, I'll let you know as soon as it's like completely official, according yeah. to Lola. But I encourage everyone else to do it. So you know what? There's a, there's a bunch of different um, things here. I know you just talked about um, the ATF, uh, you know, what's going on with the ATF and the rate of fire thing. Um, do you want to let's get back into that a little bit? Do you want to elaborate on it? Like what's the official stance from GOA and how do you look at this whole situation? Well, our, again, our official stance is we're opposed to legislation or regulation, you know, so whether it's from Congress or the ATF, we're opposed to it and we're committed to, to fighting it. Um, and uh, yeah, I know you mentioned the, the rate and increase of fire. Um, you know, as, as anyone who owns a gun really knows, there's no such thing as a, a standard rate of fire uh, for a semi-automatic gun. No, you know, there isn't. I mean, in order for them to create regulation, they'll actually have to set one, which is a horrible precedent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like the Glock 43 I have on me right now only shoots as fast as I pull the tr as I pull the trigger. Right. So yeah. Is that, a, is that a Geisley finger that you have there? Is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So, you know, if, if devices that quote unquote or allegedly increase the rate of fire of a gun, then it, it, that's exceptionally arbitrary. So yeah. and the rate, the increase of the rate of fire of, of a firearm is your brain. Yeah. So it, so to that, it could be a Geisley trigger. It could be a polished bolt on your AR-15. It could be a magazine, you know, a detachable magazine. It's just whatever standard they set, you know, it, it is completely arbitrary and, and very, very dangerous. Um, so that that's another reason why we're opposed to it. So it's it, uh, bump stock regulations or a ban is almost like a, a backdoor magazine ban. Um, yeah. So it's it's quite dangerous. It's, I think it's worse than that. that. Yeah, I think it's worse than that because, um, yeah, I mean, we're looking at it as a bump stock ban. But do you do you really think they're only going to that they're just going to go in there and and only specifically go after bump stocks? If we have a God for, forbid uh, Oprah Winfrey president, then who knows what's on the table? You know, the, the next time you know, hush Elizabeth, your mouth, <laughs> don't you, don't don't you put that on us, Jordan? You know, it, if if Elizabeth Warren's president, they could oh, you know, <laughs> that's the, worse. as its regulation, they could go at it and um, you know really regulate away. You know, who they knows? They can say whatever they want. They can say yeah. whatever they want. And you could be in violation of this by just going out and, and just firing your gun. You know, you it, however you do it, in comp you could be in violation of this in competition, in target practice, in all kinds of different things. So, so it's a really, really slippery slope for us to allow that to happen. And I think we should really push back on it. Um, you know what? Uh, I think there's one other thing that I wanted to ask you before we just start taking in questions from sure. other people. Sure. I know that there's orga other organizations out there like the NRA, for example, that has a annual meeting and has a gathering of its members and all that kind of stuff. Um, does the GOA, do you guys do something like that? Do you ever plan on doing something like that? Well, first and foremost, 
GOA as an organization, our goal is to represent gun owners on Capitol Hill and in the states and the local level. So that that is our first priority, and that's what we strive to do, and to push pro-gun bills and to defeat anti-gun bills. So that's okay. that's what we're about. Having a convention is something we would you know love to do in the future. It's just right now with the resources we have, we need to be focused on on Capitol Hill and defeating these bump stock bans. Um, before we could divert our attention to, to things like that. Right. So in the future, we'd love to do something like that. Okay. Uh, I see but, what you're saying. Instead of having like a big party, you know, having a big prom and celebrating something, you guys take your money, your resources, energies, and all that, and focus it on Washington and actual laws that yeah. could And be there's nothing wrong with conventions and, 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 uh, and, and stuff like that. You know, I, I love attending gun shows and, and, and seeing everything like that. Um, but that's with the resources we have, that's, that's how we utilize them. Okay, cool. And then one more question now, one more question before I go to the people, um, that bookcase behind you, is it real? It's very real. Okay. Pick out a book randomly from that bookcase right now. Uh, Let's see. What is the book? A time to kill. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it, it kind of outlines, uh, this kind of a, uh, not, it's kind of like a religious book, not necessarily, but uh, some Christians are pa- uh, uh, pacifists, you know, whether they don't want to uh, cause violence. And this book uh, kind of rebukes that and, and talks about self-defense from a, a Christian's perspective. OK, um, awesome. So, awesome. so this, this is in, this is your personal library. No, this is at GOA and we have all types of books here. Um, it's just that's just one I, I pull back. So it's it's one of my personal favorite favorites. I, I like it. But uh, yeah, also, we got all time types to of kill. Things. Who's the author? Uh, Greg Hopkins. OK, awesome. Yep. Um, folks out there, let me know if you've read it. OK, let's jump. Let's uh, let's jump to to going to either the comments or questions from people. So let me see. Um, Pixamite says I'm in Hank. Thumbed up. Thank you, Pixamite. Um, let's see. So let's see what goes on here. Um, So um, Tyvin Show would like to know about the Massachusetts law as well. And what are your thoughts on that? I I think it's it's terrible, you know, and and I um, and 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 just let the folks know what that law is and, uh, you know, what what we're potentially dealing with. uh, From my understanding, it, uh, uh, you know, was a it's, it's also it's a bump stock thing. So because all mm-hmm. these states now are doing their like one of the things that's happening is you could get re- regulation on the federal level, but there's states out there just willy nilly trying to make up laws, right? Yes. Uh, so uh, it, it's it's quite dangerous. But the, when they try to ban it and say turn in your bump stocks, it's it's kind of like the gun buyback thing. You know, but in this case with Massachusetts, there was no buyback. It was given away. And and from what I saw, not many people complied uh, to begin with. So it's really not that effective. And, and, you know, as we we know, you can bump fire with your belt loop or your finger. Yeah. Um, So does it criminalize people who do not turn in their bump stocks? I, I do think that there was some some criminal fees for that. I I don't know all the specifics of that. Um, nor am I a lawyer, but, um, right. yeah, Absolutely. Some, yeah. uh, some fees behind that. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, something that you bought legally and then people just arbitrarily decide that this piece of plastic is now an issue and, and you're a criminal because you refuse to turn in something that you bought legally with your money in America. Yeah. You know, 
Um, that's totally insane. Okay, let's see. Let's go through here. And um, uh, Music Lover says Massachusetts has gone full commie nanny state. <laughs> it, sadly, they've been very restrictive for a long time. And it, it's very sad to see um, because a lot of our American history and the American Revolution started out there. You know, it's kind of the birthplace of, of some of our freedom. And they've just and now the, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts is just, you know, really restricted, you know, one of our most important freedoms. Yeah. And it, it seems like there's this this infection is going through lots of states lately. Um, you, you were saying before we started, you're in Virginia, right? Yeah. And Virginia has completely changed from what it was when I was in my early 20s. You know, I'm 46 years old today. It's drastically changing from what it was. Yes, there's been bump stock bans introduced in Virginia and GOA has been active in in the Commonwealth. And we've uh, fought against those bump stock bans. And uh, to my knowledge, we have, uh, along with a a good state group uh, in Virginia, have defeated those bans. uh, thankfully, there's still some other uh, gun bans uh, I think are still alive. Um, and sadly, constitutional carry died in, in Virginia. But, you know, we, we've been active here and, and it's it's quite sad to see Virginia go this way because, again, there's a lot of history here, too. I, I'm a big history lover. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I think a lot of it bleeds over in Fairfax County where GOA is located uh, from D.C. A lot of D.C. Uh, people who work in D.C. live in Fairfax County, and they they bring their big government habits um, across the Potomac into Virginia, sadly. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me go through some other things. Exhale says he wants to know if he's chopped liver because I didn't shout him out. So a shout out to you, Exhale. <laughs> I didn't see you in there, but shout out to you. Definitely, um, without a doubt, you're not chopped liver. Um, so let's see. Um, Tyvin Show said something about bump stock and triggers. So I'm, I'm guessing he's saying that in Massachusetts that extended to the bump stocks and the triggers. Just give me some cl- uh, clarification of that. We'll pull it up. Or if anyone here is in Massachusetts, let us know what's going on there. Um, uh, so I see here that uh, LB Louis Cipher says that Nevada has qualification requirement for initial and renewal permit, same qualification course for um, law enforcement or something like that, or LEOSA-HR. I'm not really sure what that's about. Um, well, I might have missed out on that. If you're wanting to know how to get a uh, your concealed carry permit, um, there's a great website called handgunlaw.us, and you go to that website, there's a map of the, of the United States, and um, you click on your state, it, it outlines how to get a permit, it outlines the uh, the safety-free zones or gun-free zones where you can't carry. Uh, great uh, great people who run that website, um, and they're a great resource. So if, if that's the question um, – you know, I think that's, that's yeah, I might have missed something there. You, you guys can let me know what's going on with that. Um, so uh, RTS guy says he's a Massachusetts refugee living in the beautiful free state of Florida. <laughs> uh, welcome to Florida. It's too bad that people have to, you know, leave the different states that their families have been in for a long time. They have friends and all that kind of stuff. And, and in a lot of cases, people are leaving employment and all of that to go to free states. Uh you know, have you guys ever thought about that? If you looked at a map of what's happening here, do you guys, you know, do you spend any time studying those kinds of things? Well, we're located uh, northern Virginia, 
so we can be close to D.C., you know, so we can, you know, fight the traffic and uh, and get downtown to D.C. and get in Capitol Hill and um, and meet with legislatures and stuff. So that's that's the main reason why we're located uh, uh, in northern Virginia. And I'm glad we're in Virginia, which is a uh, still a much uh, more gun friendly state than um, than Maryland, you know. Oh hell yeah! Uh, so yeah, <laughs> or we're, New Jersey we're or um, New York. You know, we we live in Fairfax County, so you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually drove through there a couple of weekends ago, so I know. And and you know, I drove through on the weekend late at night, and it was still a ridiculous amount of traffic. So well, hey, if you're ever in the area and you want to stop by the office, just let me know, and we'll 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 be lucky to have you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll do we we will do that next time. Okay, so let's go let's go through here. Um, so Screaming Skull Saloon wants you to know that he ripped the NRA membership stickers off his old safe and he has GOA decal on his new safe. <laughs> well, so thanks they, for your support. We, we, yeah. we certainly ap- appreciate people who support us. And, uh, you know, like I said, we will not compromise or or give an inch on, on the Second Amendment. So, yeah. And uh, Josh Benware said he just joined you GOA and he thanks us for the link. He says he's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why that's why we have the link to help you out. Um, and I totally understand. Uh, Midnight Run says we need attack dogs, not lap dogs fighting for our gun rights. I'm sure uh, I think you you agree with that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we don't we don't uh, make we don't have smoke and mirrors when we meet with legislatures. You know, we go in. I, I've done this many times before, especially this summer. Uh, or last summer, I go and meet with congressmen uh, or their staff and, and uh, tell them about a bill and say, this is why you should support this bill. And uh, you'll be hearing from our members on it, too. And that's that's you know what we do. And uh, that's what gun owners like like you and, and the guys watching this chat. That's what they send us to Washington to do. So absolutely. Um, last Friday, we had a conversation with Mac and some other folks. And Mac mentioned the fact that, um, you know, there's other organizations out there that have rankings and they, they pull all kinds of tricks and change their rankings. You guys don't do that. Right. That's what he, that's what he said. You want to confirm that? Our, our rating system is based purely on an individual's record on the Second Amendment. You know, if they, if they vote, um, you know, for a, for a bad bill, then we'll, we'll dock their grade. If they're a champion and they're introducing pro-gun legislation, you know, and, and they're fighting for gun rights and not compromising, we'll, we'll give them a good grade. Um, yeah. But so where, yeah, where, it's right. yeah, so where do folks get that information from? Is that just on GOA.com or, or it's, uh, what is it, dot org? Org. Um, you can, uh, I believe it's under our resources tab. We have uh, all 50 states um, and uh, the ratings are for the 115th Congress going into midterms. We should have uh, new ratings up um, for the midterm elections. But, yeah, we, we update them every Congress. OK, cool. So I know I specifically look at those things most often when it comes time to vote. So is like is the easiest way just going on there and searching for it or Googling it or are you guys planning on coming out with an app or something that makes it easy? Because as someone said, you know, we are lazy and truthfully, there's a whole bunch of things going on. So how do we easily access this information so we yeah. that we know what's um, going on with folks? So 
again, it's all on our website and, and every state's listed there. So you can just, I believe it's under the resources tab um, and go and see the ratings for each Congress. And also, you know, we are, we do have a political victory fund and we do um, endorse candidates and support candidates. Um, you know, so if you're on our email list, um, and there's a candidate who uh, could potentially represent you. You'll we'll, we'll send an email out and to endorse them, um, and, and say vote for this guy. He's a he's a true. Okay, no cool. So guy. get on the email list for sure, yes. right? You okay. can go to that's a gunowners.org/alerts. It's completely free, and, and you just put in your information. It takes about two clicks, and that's how you can get our our uh, our candidate. Uh, endorsement information as well as activism alerts you know okay. so if if you need to comment on the atf bump stock ban for example you know it, you can do it in about two clicks it's it's really our bread and butter and uh what it's uh what makes us uh annoying uh, so to speak on capitol angels, hill angels uh, angels yeah it's what makes you angels so now let me ask you this um is the reason why you guys don't have something like an app the same thing that we spoke about before with putting on a big show is it just basically a funding issue why you know why we you wouldn't have something like that going that's a, that's a great idea and that's something we we could certainly look into but yeah again our first and foremost you know reason for existing and it always will be whether we we develop an app in the future or not will be to protect the second amendment without compromise so yeah, yeah you know hank that's a great idea and we'll see what we we can get rolling on that but um yeah, yeah it's and, all and on our website free of charge you know right. it's still very accessible yeah and i encourage if there's anyone out there who either knows or is someone that can maybe help with developing an app like that i don't know how you guys can work that out but if you can you know help these guys build that app you'd be helping all the rest of us so i encourage you to like speak up maybe get in touch with these guys and you know see what we could do there to help that kind of thing get done so there you go okay let me uh let me see let me go on here uh lola has some uh questions for me here on the board um she wants to know um if you guys, well, there's a question. Someone wants to know, do you guys have a stance on civilian access to full auto slash NFA items? <laughs> yes, we, we do have a stance. Um, um, we have challenged machine gun bans in the courts. We, we you know, legally we, we have challenged that. So yes, we, we don't think that there frankly should be an NFA. I'm a, I'm a fairly recent college graduate. I wrote my senior thesis on repealing the NFA in its entirety, you know? So the, yeah, the NFA is, is an infringement upon our right to keep and bear arms and, and we, we oppose it. Um, you know, and we're working to, uh, to piecemeal it out of existence with, uh, legislation like the hearing protection act and the shush act suppressor deregulations to take that off the NFA. And then we can to piecemeal it down. Right. Okay. All right, cool. I'm just trying to go through here and, um, uh, let's see what's going on here. Okay. Tango Hunter says, does GOA have lawyers on retainer if a member needs representation following a self-defense shooting? Uh, two things. Yes, we do have a foundation that uh, represents individuals um, and we do have a network of, of pro-gun attorneys across the country. Um, so short answer is yes. Okay, cool. All right. Um, 
And that's through GOA, right? That's not through mm-hmm. an outside uh, thing. Okay, uh, cool. Our network of attorneys is a is a group of uh, pro gun attorneys we have in in, in most states. And um, you know, if if you need help for it uh, or for using your gun defensively, we can we can refer you to them. So okay, okay. Um, and then uh, Railraiser has a follow up question uh, with respect to reciprocity between DC and, and Virginia is GOA working on that? Well, yes, I'm sure many people have followed the whole reciprocity thing. You know, it would be very helpful to, to me, you know, going someone who lives in this area to have reciprocity going across the Potomac. Um, you know, we have the good, we have a good reciprocity bill like the S four, four, six in the Senate. Um, who, that would allow for that. Thomas Massey has a great bill uh, that would allow specifically for that. You know, so uh, we, we do we are working on passing a good, clean reciprocity bill um, uh, to, to have so you can carry your firearm everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like specifically with Virginia, because I see there's another um, question here. Um, Treadhead 44 says, is it true that uh, Virginia no longer acknowledges other states permits? I know there was some issues with that about a year or two years ago, and then they step back on it. Where are we with that? Yeah. So, again, that was a a big issue. I believe believe it was a year ago. Um, Mm. To my knowledge, it is um, uh, Virginia recognizes all permits and um, uh, whatever recognition of Virginia permits uh, they're there was revoked has been now now been restored um so you know if you have a virginia permit again i would recommend going to that uh handgun.law site um and they have a map of where your where a virginia permit is 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 valid um i don't know all the states offhand but um but that's a great resource again yeah um and then peyton taylor wants to know if y'all got a which is exactly what he says y'all got a goa oregon specific chapter I know we talked about that. Um, I'm going to assume the answer is no on that. Uh, we don't have a, an affiliated chapter, but I, mm-hmm. I do know we just sent out an alert in Oregon for a pretty nasty gun bill. Um, so we, we do have members and, and activists in every state. Um, you know, so so we are rallying people for that really nasty uh, gun bill that uh, I don't know if you want to get in the specifics of that. But uh, yeah, so we do have members and activists in every country. In okay, every so state. wait, so so in Oregon, it's about to get it's about to get real over there. Yeah, What's going there's, on? A, there's a vote tomorrow um, on okay. a bill that with, uh, uh, you know, for almost anyone that you've been uh, intimate with, uh, they could uh, file a, a quote unquote uh, protective order so you could have your gun rights repealed. Wow. Um, wow. You know. Okay. So. Obviously, that's that's not our solution to d- domestic violence or anything. We would say to pass constitutional carry. So so everyone, uh, ladies included, could carry a gun. Yeah, um, that would the be second our amendment empowers everyone and not not just specifically, but I think especially women. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, dudes get out of line and try to do stuff to you that you don't want them to do and they have no rights doing bust some caps on them. Yep. <laughs> That's the way that I look at it. And and I think the Second Amendment is there to give you the ability to do that and then protect you afterwards. 
So um, that's my particular thing on that. Now, I got a question that someone sent in to Lola asking about the structure of the GOA. And I think the reason for this is that in our conversation last week and in previous conversations, it's it's pretty obvious that the NRA is set up where they're basically bulletproof or they're Teflon Dons. We can't do anything to them. We can't affect the structure. And I think people are concerned that if they shift their support over to another organization, even the GOA, that it's also going to get too big to fail or so big that, you know, uh, we can't do anything about it if you start going in the wrong direction. Can you tell us about the organizational structure? And, you know, is there anything you can tell us that would allay those fears? So we do have a chairman and a board uh, uh, system set up, and they're responsible for uh, making a lot of the the, the, the decisions and everything. Um, but you know, if you, if you want to look at um, you know to perhaps earn our trust or why GOA should be trusted to protect your gun rights, I say mm-hmm. look at our past. You know, in over 40 years, we have never compromised on the Second Amendment. We have never given an inch. You know, uh, you know, a lot of people like to say not one more inch of my gun rights for. Well, I say, you know, what about the miles they've taken away already to to kind of continue the analogy? You know, so mm-hmm. you look at our history. You can you can look at what we've we pushed for, what, we, what we've advocated for. We're the original group to push for constitutional carry. Um, and uh, we we have always spoken out against <laughs> whether it's universal background checks or or the original background check system. We opposed the Brady bill. We appro- opposed the Hughes Amendment in 86. Um, you know, I would say if you're concerned about our future, look at our past. And right. you know, again, I'm, I'm kind of a younger guy, you know, and I, I believe just as strongly in the Second Amendment as, as the rest of us, as Larry Pratt and Eric Pratt do. And I you know, there are there is a strong commitment to our principles here. Right. And no, I understand that. Uh, and but I think we have to push back a little bit here because I think it's better for us to try to deal with this issue right now head on. You know, I think this was a really good question. How do we know that we don't help with our resources and, and energy and money and all that kind of stuff to build up another organization? What are our guarantees that we don't wind up dealing with something else like the NRA? I mean, it's a massive behemoth. There's people behind the NRA, if you look at it, that are that are basically pulling the strings that aren't there, like behind them, not inside of the NRA. And they're still able to pull the strings. And even inside of the NRA, the structure is basically bulletproof. It's very difficult for us to go in there and change it around. So I get what you're saying. I'm just trying to, you know, I don't want to just let this question go that easily. Sure. You know, how can we get better, more clear? Yeah. That's a great question. Another thing is, you know, I I think GOA is very accessible uh, to our members. We just sent out a survey, you know, asking what are your priorities uh, to be as as a gun owner? Um, And I know in our next newsletter, we're going to list the top three uh, of them of that. And, uh, I think this live stream is, uh, you know, I'm taking questions from, from anyone with the internet. You know, I think that's, that's yeah. another way we can. Surely. Yeah. We can't, we can't get the NRA to do that. Um, is there, is there a structure? Like what are the rules? Is there a place where we could find out what the rules are? And I'm not trying to give you a hard time. I just think that it's a really good question and we shouldn't just let it go like that. Is there sure. a place where we could find out how the GOA is structured? and what to do if, you know, we're not 100% in agreement with what's going on there. 
Sure. Well, you know, I would suggest that you call our offices. You can find our website on um, our, our phone number on our website and uh, give us a call. We're, we're happy to discuss those uh, those more specific details like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Do you guys not publish that information. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know to be completely honest with you. OK. All right. No, that's cool. No, that's cool. I mean, maybe this is something we could follow up with. You know, um, I think we appreciate your candor, you know. So I just want to make sure because I know this is like the whole nature of this thing. It makes it really tough uh, for people out there to trust again. You know, it's like they've been burned. I, I I understand that. And, you know, we don't have other we don't have like a PR firm or or anything. You know, if if you know who Geo's Geo's PR firm is, it's, it's me. You know, yeah, I, I'm, exactly. the, I'm the communications guy, you know, yeah. so uh, we're we're uh, we have, uh, you know, a smaller staff. And what we're yeah. again, how we're do very, people get in touch with? Is there a way for folks to get in touch with you if they want to ask these these kinds of questions? Yeah. Uh, like I said, I think the last time I. Uh, had people contact me via my Twitter and my uh, uh, DMs. They're open. Anyone can can DM me on Twitter. If Twitter's not your thing, uh, you go to the newsroom on GOA's website, and uh, my email is published there. Okay. Um, so just go to, go to our newsroom, and, and I'll be happy to discuss uh, or uh, give you that type of information. Um, you know, yeah. but and, and, and just a suggestion, you know, um, like at the next meeting or something like that, I think it will be a cool thing to at least give people some kind of insight. Into this. And again, we're we're happy to to discuss that. You know, just give us a call, call our offices, and and we can uh, we can we can ha- give you all that information you'd like. Absolutely. Okay. Let me uh, keep going through here. So Peyton Taylor that asked a question about Oregon. Um, I, I you know I always feel like I'm saying it wrong because I say Oregon. Is it Oregon? Oregon? I don't know. Uh, okay. Someone will tell me. I'm sure. Um, he says if there's not if there's not a um, a chapter out there, how can he go about helping get a GOA Oregon started or do you guys not do that or you know what can reach out do? to me you know uh, reach out to me and I will be happy to work with uh, um, all, all types of groups like I said we do work with uh, uh, groups uh, across the country like we're working with uh, a great group in Idaho and and uh, in Iowa Wyoming um, uh, Georgia there's, there's a lot of great groups out there who, who we're, we're working with and um, you know, so so reach out to me. We're we're happy to work with uh, how we can. Yeah, absolutely. I see another comment like that. RTS guy says, uh, "Please ask if GOA would consider state affiliate program. He would love to join that." So, um, you know, I I I think as Jordan is staying here, just reach out to him and. But like I said, we just we you know it was one of the last things we did today. Um, we we sent out an alert. It's also on our Facebook page, uh, making it easy for you to uh, to call your reps on this nasty gun bill. Um, you know, so we're still active in those states. You know, we do have members and and, and activists there who who are, are taking action from that. Um, so just because there's no official GOA chapter there, it's not it's not like we're we're not active there. You know, we're, yeah. we're so if active. you have members there you, you and you have a database of those members, right, you guys will utilize that and work with people exactly. back and forth, get stuff happening. We, we have thousands of members in Oregon and you know, they received our email. They, they saw us, their, our posts on Facebook and uh, you know, they're taking action that way. Yeah. And also, let me suggest this um, for people in in different states, because this whole state thing is going to keep making a circuit. 
Um, I'm open to this. I'm doing this Monday to Friday, five nights a week. So if you guys are in a state, you can get in touch with Jordan or, or we'll get in touch with him somehow. But you guys can get in touch with me and I'll have people from that state. If you if you're if you have Internet accessible and you're, you're OK with doing that, then we'll have you come on the podcast and talk about it and talk about what's going on in your state and see if that way we can help make something happen. I'm open to that. I don't know about you, George. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So there you go. You know, um, we've got to organize and stay organized. So let, let me ask this question. It's from Aunt These Nuts TV, and um, he, he watches the show and everything. But I think it's a tough question that we should uh, ask. He says, why wouldn't we fight for our own right? The more support these companies get, the more corrupt they'll become. Um, how do you answer that? Could you could you say the question yeah, again? He says like, so basically what he's saying is like, why don't we fight for our own rights? You know, like, okay. why doesn't each individual go out there and fight for their own rights? And, and I, I, I think, think, go ahead, say it. I think gun owners have a much stronger voice when they're unified. Mm. Um, when when we we all have a uh, uh, a unified message to uh, to to contact our legislatures, uh, you know, with our, our free email alerts, you know, we we have a, a pre-written letter for you to, to use, but it's editable. So you can, you can scrap all of our text, write your own, um, write, write your own message and, and send it from there, you know, but when we're together and we're, when we're unified, I think it sends a much stronger voice, um, to, to lawmakers on Capitol Hill. Like I've said, we've had, uh, law, uh, staffers on the Hill have told me straight to my face, how loud GOA members are, you yeah. know, um, and, and, and there's a video that was circulating where these guys are really mad at you guys. Yes. The the the, the mainstream media, they, they don't like us. Uh, Capitol Hill people, you know, politicians on, on, on in both parties don't like us. You know, Harry Reid, the former Senate majority leader, said that we're worse than bad. You know, I think that's a great compliment. That's awesome. Yeah. You, you know, know, here's here's the thing I would say to that as individuals. How how can we we could probably do it every now and then, but how can we go to D.C. and fight these battles? How can we push back all the time? We cannot. That's the answer to that. Yeah. As an individual, we cannot um, even here. Like, um, I think we have a level of power here and something like social media where we have a bunch of people to follow us. We could talk to each other. You know, we're communicating with with each other in that way. We do have some power. But that power, that whatever we have has to have teeth. And it's not just one tooth. It's not just one spear or one point in that thing. And I think an organization like GOA and other organizations that exist out there, to be honest with you, the NRA, these should all be teeth that we have when something's coming up, that we're all going after it. And these guys that are trying to take away our rights, they don't just see this big, massive dog, which would be us as the people. They see the teeth gleaming. <laughs> You know, and the eyes glaring at them and they see this monster coming to them like, oh, shit. And so that's why I think you need some organizations. I know that there's places that have lost our trust, but you can't give up. You still you know, this is any for anything that's worth it. You have to take a risk. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You know, um, when I go and meet with staffers, you know, when our when our uh, you know lobbyists go to Capitol Hill and, and meet with staffers and congressmen, when when I know that they've got a dozen or two dozen phone calls about a particular issue, it makes them listen so much more closely. You know, they they are uh, 
um, you know, th- they pay attention to what I'm saying. They're not on their phone texting or whatever. You know, they're like, because they know their constituents care about this issue. And, that, you know, they better co-sponsor this bill or, or you know, defeat this bill or, or whatever. And it's just this two-pronged approach because, you know, not every gun owner can, can visit their congressman in D.C., you know, yes. it, that's just not how it works. So, and they're what, not, and they're not necessarily, they, I'm not saying they do listen to us when we, when we get um, emails and we write letters and we call up, they listen to us, but they need someone showing up there. They yes. need people uh, putting up challenges, right? Yeah. They, they need these kind of things. And that's why we have to get together here somehow. The unfortunate thing is that the people that we trust, uh, th- that we've traditionally trusted aren't necessarily trustworthy. So what does that mean? Like, do you just give up and trust no one? I think ultimately to win a a battle like this, a real war, actually, you have to trust someone. You know, at at GOA, we 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 represent gun owners and gun rights supporters to the Congress. That is our first and foremost goal. And and really, you know, long term, our goal is to work ourselves out of a job. Now, sadly, I think we have a lot of work to do, but but that's how we see it. You know, we, we take opportunities to to repeal uh, uh, gun legislation and, and fight it back. And we're having, you know, look at what's going on at the state level with constitutional carry. You know, 14 states have constitutional carry. We're active in and almost a dozen more states pushing for to repeal their permits. Um, you know, so that's what we're we're rallying for. And we're trying to work ourselves out, out of a job. That That's what we're we're here to do. We represent gun owners to lawmakers. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a couple more questions from the board there with Lola. Uh, let me see. I just wanted to mention this. Pep Brothers Homestead says thanks for being no compromise. Um, so, <laughs> thank uh, you. Yeah, there you go. Judd Miller says my gun range makes me have an NRA membership. <laughs> I've heard of that before, actually. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. I would not be a member if they're forcing me to have specifically an NRA membership. Um, that's BS, but I know that there are people that do that. So, um, and then there's some questions about if anyone else is uh, coming on. Uh, Babyface can't make it tonight, and I think Walter has a whole bunch of stuff going on. You know, he just got his shipping container back. He's trying to get guns out there, so I don't think he's going to be able to make it. But we're here. We're answering questions and all that kind of stuff. So I encourage you guys to stick with us. Also, please come on, keep hitting those thumbs ups. Okay, we've got about 150 people in here. I'm not sure where the number is at with the thumbs ups, but 135. Okay, awesome. I would like to see it get to 150. So keep clicking that. Joe Carpenter says you you got to be an NRA member in his gun club. Also. And that's crazy. And uh, Peyton Taylor wants to know if you guys have a monthly magazine. Uh, no, we do not have a monthly magazine, but our members do get a, a newsletter and it's about a, a bi-monthly newsletter. Yeah. Um, it, listen, it, I think that goes back to the same question that I asked about the convention. I would like to see a convention from you guys. Um, to be honest with you, I think content creators like myself we are the biggest engine getting people to go out to NRA and we enjoy doing it because we get to see the people and we tell people that and we telegraph the fact that we're going to be there. And I would like to be able to get with the people. And it's even disconcerting to think that I'm going to go out there, but I'm going to be under the roof of the NRA and it's really crazy. So I think that's the same thing with the magazine, but even with the NRA magazine, um, if I get it, (laughs) I think it's just one big advertising for, companies that uh, continue to fund them no matter what they do and say. 
and just a thing where they just keep telling me how awesome they are, even when they're not doing what um, what I think they should be doing, what you guys think they should be doing. It would be nice to see a magazine, but I, I'm guessing yeah, you're going to give us the same answer on that. We would be, uh, look into to doing, and we would love to have a convention, you know. And if we want to get a you know a bunch of YouTube YouTubers together and you know sh shoot machine guns or whatever, we'll, we'll be happy to, happy to do that. I sadly I've never shot a machine gun before. I would love to oh, shoot. We could change that. We could change that, Jordan. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I, I maybe I need to be shooting with you. Um, <laughs> But, Come out uh, to Florida you, whenever you want, and we got you covered. <laughs> all right, you know, so I, you know, we're, we're certainly open to that. But right, right now, you know, as it always will be, we we represent gun owners to the Congress, to state lawmakers, uh, to protect the Second Amendment. That's what we're, we we started as, and that's what we'll always be. Yeah. So on that same line, uh, there's a question here that Lola wrote on the board. It says, "What about the manufacturers?" And NRA has huge companies, uh, gun companies backing them. Um, do, um, do you guys have any companies that back you? You know, what, what do you think about this whole thing? Uh, I'm sure that there are gun companies who, you know, contribute to us, um, you know, but that doesn't change our positions or our um or our stances, we will always support the gun owner and represent them um, uh, to them. That's what we're founded about. And, uh, you know, we, we, we try to use our, our, our donations as uh, judiciously as possible and to uh, use that in the most effective way to, um, to, to protect our gun rights. Yeah, I would like to think that if the gun companies out there have um, sets of money that they've put aside or budgets or whatever to give to pro-Second Amendment organizations that they don't give it to just one organization. I would like to think that. I would like to think that they take the time to research these organizations and ensure their validity, you know, and their uh, ferocity to fight for the Second Amendment. And then they would give to multiple organizations if they have any damn sense, not just one organization. But you know, that's something, you can't make them do that, right? That's not how this yeah. works. You know, yeah. perhaps we could encourage them though. Perhaps we can encourage them to do that, you yeah. know? And if there's any gun companies that happen to stumble on this video and look at this, I encourage you to do that. You yeah. know, honestly- Reach out to us, you know, reach out to us. We're happy, happy to have a, have a conversation. Yes, absolutely. Um, there, here's another question. How can we fight the ATF when they cannot be voted out? And that's from Tim, not Tim. Ultimately, the ATF is responsible to our president. So that's uh, our, our next actions. We, we have some alerts in the works uh, to going to, to President Trump and the, the, the attorney general and uh, telling them to rein in the ATF. Do not let them regulate away our bump stocks. Um, so that's how we fight the ATF by going to Donald Trump. Yeah, um, there's lots of people commenting on this section, by the way, and there's lots of like I see Pep Brothers says would rather have money going to stopping crappy gun laws. Um, you know, there's there's lots of people talking about that. And let's see. Um, so uh, I'm trying to see whatever there's like the comments are just coming a mile a minute here. <laughs> Um, Gorillas and Guns says the GOA headquarters are not very far from me at all, maybe an hour. So um, do, do you guys have people come over there? 
Uh, sometimes, you know, if you're a member and you want to get lunch with me, you DM me on Twitter and what we can uh, we can have lunch. I love meeting members. I love uh, going to gun shows and, and conservative political events and and, and meeting people. And the, the, uh, it's, uh, it's almost like we have this uh, email relationship where we contact you about the activism stuff, but there's not really a, a face to the name. So, yeah, we, we would love to uh, you know talk to you and get to know you. And uh, there's some good restaurants around here. Um, you know, we, we, we can take you out to lunch if you're ever in the area. Yeah. OK. So Imposter wants to know if the salaries of the GOA board members are published anywhere. Yes. So there's as nonprofits are required. I think it's by the IRS, uh, you know, by a 990 form. Um, you can just Google Gun Owners of America 990 form a little bit of uh, research. You can you can find that online. So, yeah. OK. And um uh, Midnight Range TM says, I think the GOA is smart to put their money where it counts most and, po- and possibly not a magazine. <laughs> um, and then Judd Miller says, in his honest opinion, he personally does not care about a convention or a magazine. He wants you putting our money to work for our rights. So there you go. Um, you know, we're just asking the questions here that I think. These are all very great and fair questions. Keep them rolling. Absolutely. Uh, Vanessa Kitty would like to know if the GOA is nonprofit. Yes, certainly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and then there's other questions like Adam Jimenez is asking a question that was asked already. He says, what's to stop the GOA from becoming the NRA of today? We asked that question. I don't know. You know, if you want to revisit it one more time, we could do that. Again, look, if, if you want to know if GOA will be trustworthy in the future, look at what we'll, look at what we've done in the past. You know, there we have opposed every gun control law, you know, whether it's a the Brady background checks, the Nick system, Nick's fix for that matter, uh, bump stock bans. Uh, we are the original group to push for constitutional carry. Look at where we've been in our 40 year history, 40 year plus history. You know, that is uh, I think that that will speak to you and, and how we can earn your trust. And we don't take this lightly representing gun owners and capital. It's not something we just haphazardly do. It's a great responsibility. We're very honored to have this privilege to do it. So we take it very seriously. Yeah, I, I don't have a time machine, so I can't tell you guys what's going to happen in the future. I could tell you what's happening today. I cannot talk to Chris Cox. OK, Um I've, I've actually been in the room with him uh, once accidentally. I, I, I wouldn't even recognize him, but someone told me, oh, that's Chris Cox over there. Um, I was in I was in a, a, like a presentation for someone else and he came in to take a look at that person. Seriously, dudes, you can't talk to Chris Cox or Wayne LaPierre. At this point, I think with the GOA, you can communicate with people inside of there. Am I wrong or what's... Well, I, yeah, I'm doing this live stream for the second time. You know, I we 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 I take member phone calls almost every day, you know, and they ask us about bills and and what we can do. And and, 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 and what if we want to go up the ladder? How do we talk to people higher up the ladder? Just, you know, call and ask, you know, if they're available, you know, we 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 you know, we often work well over 40 hours a week. So we're all very busy pushing for it but uh you know if you have a really strong issue you know just call and if we're available we'll we'll talk to you i think at this point you're a smaller organization can you tell us how many people are actually employed we we have about a uh over a dozen people employed full-time okay awesome i mean that's small so there you go that's you know i think um i think with uh, other organizations out there like nra you're talking hundreds of people. Uh, the Tyvin show said he just became a member of the GOA. Thank you. 
Yeah. Thank so, you. so thanks to the Tyvin show. That's, that's awesome. Um, okay. Armament and axes. Does GOA offer training courses? Will they become a training organization? Like, uh, I, you know, this is always, be, this is almost becoming like cliche, like the NRA. <laughs> It, you know, that's that's a great question. It's something that we've looked into and like kind of reiterate, you know, first and foremost, we are a gun rights advocacy organization, you know. Um, so whether we, we institute, you know, a training organization in the future, um, you know, that's something we'll look into. But first and foremost, representing your gun rights in, on Capitol Hill in the states, um, that's that's what we do, you know. And we do advocate for for constitutional carry, getting rid of of, uh, of permits, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't train with your firearm. I went to the range last week with a good buddy of mine, you know, so I I carry and I train, you know, as best I can. So we try to practice what we preach there. So it's certainly certainly something we can look into. But again, our focus will always be first and foremost protecting gun rights. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I agree with that. And um, let me see. I'm going to take this comment here from Darth Mayhem. He says, let's all go buy Jordan lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so there you go. So if if anyone's in the VA area, you guys want to get together, you could you could probably I love uh, food. It's, it's one of my favorite types of food. So, okay. uh, so is there a good Me- restaurant around you? A good Mexican restaurant? There's a great new Mexican restaurant just right down the road. So <laughs> awesome. So you guys get together, take Jordan out because I'm telling you, he's working hard, man. He's taking a no one comes on the show and takes this many questions. So there you go. Okay, let me hit some. Let's let's hit some more. Um, what is this? Uh, he wants to know if like how the NRA has friends of the NRA, we can have pictures of the GOA. Oh, okay. So um, this is from RTS guy and he wants to know, um, similar to how the NRA has uh, friends of the NRA, um, does the GOA have something or would they like to have something like patriots of the GOA? Oh, that's a good, I like that. that that's a good a good name. But uh, yeah, so we do have uh, occasionally we have fundraising dinners. I know we've done some in Texas uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, that, again, that's something we're, we're currently developing. Um, I can't say too much about that right now um, just because we're still developing that. But but yeah. All right, cool. When you get that going, please come back and let us know so we can let sure the thing. people know. That's the way to do it. Um, all right. Another question here. Um, I don't know who asked this question, but they want to know how and when did the GOA start? Yeah. So we were actually founded uh, by a, a state senator in um, in, in California, H.L. Uh, Richardson, um, a great man. He's very principled, strong man. Uh, he, he started Gun Owners of California. And uh, in 1974, um, and then I think the next year he 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 founded Gun Owners of America. Then um, I believe a year later, uh, Larry Pratt came on as the executive director, and he was really uh, you know a true champion for many years, being our our main spokesperson. You know he he's famous for debating Piers Morgan. You know Google that. That's on our YouTube channel. Check out okay. that debate cool. after uh, Vegas. You know so that was a very fiery debate. Um, you know, and he's been a, a champion for gun rights. And uh, now Eric Pratt is our executive director, uh, uh, Larry's son, and he's kind of taken over the the primary spokesperson uh, thing. But but yeah, we've been around for over 40 years since 1975, and and we're we're doing nothing but growing. I mean, we've 
certainly grown a lot uh, over the past few years. So. Okay. Um, just a little tidbit. I heard that when um, J.K. Rowling's was writing Harry Potter, she based Lord Voldemort on Pierce Morgan. <laughs> no, I just made that up. I just made that up. It's not, that's not real. <laughs> okay. So here's a question. Um, here's another question that just came in from Peyton Taylor. He says, I just used the link in the description to join GOA, but the screen said donation. What is the difference between a donation and membership? It, it, it processed as a doing as a membership. So anytime, whether it says donation or, or membership, it, it you will get um, our, our membership organization. So. Yeah, so that's just probably something in tax structure yeah. or legal mm-hmm. that you guys have to put in there because of how you're structured. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So Peyton, if that, I hope that answered uh, your question. If it didn't, uh, let us know, and we'll we'll keep asking questions on that until you feel satisfied. And I, I also want to thank you um, for. Yeah. Thank you. And SoCal Gunner says, I know how hard it is for, for the GOA in California. Um, you know, California sucks. Yeah, I know uh, Sam Paredes. He's the executive director out in uh, GOC. They do great work. They're very involved in the election cycle um, and, and fighting for gun rights. So they certainly have their hands full, but, you know, they, they do great work out there, too. So, hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see what's going on here. Um, all right. Uh, uh, RTS guy says, sign me up for Patriots of the GOA. Um, <laughs> and Gorillas and Guns says there's a great Mexican restaurant in his town. You can come down anytime, Jordan. Sure. So I, I suggest that if you guys are actually close uh, to that, help out with the cause. Like, do you guys take volunteers? Yeah, uh, we do. We, we do go to gun shows um, where we can. In fact, we're going to be tabling at a political event in D.C. Um, uh, coming up soon. So, you know, if you want to help to help us table at a gun show or especially if you're local in the northern Virginia area, that's very helpful. But uh, we can coordinate wherever you're at. So, again, reach out to me and uh, and we're happy to work with you. Awesome. So I'm going to take I'm going to um, I'm going to get this comment going here. This is from opt out of gun control and it's a freaking awesome comment. He says, if everyone here is hating the NRA, why would we want the GOA to be more like them? Come on people. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I think that's true. We, we yeah, we got to face that. Like, you know, this is the thing, you know, they're, that's so true, man. I don't know how else to put it. It's very true. Why do we want, we don't want the GOA to be that. You know, like we should immediately go to having the party and all that kind of stuff. There's nothing wrong with the party. I get it. There's nothing wrong with conventions and magazines and and, you know, Patriots of GOA or anything like that. But, you know, if you want a group that that, you know, uh, advocates without compromise for for your Second Amendment rights, who who doesn't think that the NFA should exist or the GCA of 68 or the Hughes Amendment or the, the Brady Bill of the 90s or or the Veterans Disarmament Act of uh, you know, 2007, if you want a, a group that, that believes that and advocates for that without compromise, that's what we're here for. That's what our first priority is, um, and that's what it always will be. Yeah, um, I think, I think look, Lola is saying that what's happening is that that's the only thing that people have as a reference, you know? And, it, and that's why it's so sad. It's sad, and it's unfortunate, and it's a tragedy that the NRA is going the route that they're going and they really just don't give a crap. And But what are we going to do? I, we can't sit around melting like snowflakes, 
uh, flakes. We can't cry about it. You know, we just we have to do something. We have to move on. And I'm always telling you guys, there's different organizations here. And, you know, what I'm trying to do is expose you to another organization. If there's other organizations out there that think they, they would like to, you know, come here on our pl platform, have exposure to our audience, they're welcome to do it. But, you know, Jordan has done it. GOAs. Jordan, you reached out to us, right? I did. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, you know, that's that's why he's here. So if anyone else wants to do it, you can reach out to me. I'm pretty easy to get to. You can reach out and, and you can also have this opportunity. If you don't know how to do it, my email address is hexstrange at gmail.com. You know, <laughs> and you can reach out to me and Lola's in charge of all scheduling and stuff like that. But you can reach out to me and we can get you on. OK, so what's the uh, next thing? John Gillian says, has the GOA and NRA ever sat down together and talk about gun rights. Uh, you know, over the 40 years that we've been at, uh, existing as an organization, uh, you know, that may have happened, but not to my knowledge. Okay. So, um, to that to that point, Darth Mayhem says, uh, yeah, let's not pollute the GOA with NRA ideas. <laughs> um, so, okay. So then um, Scott... 468 is having a conversation with someone and he says there was a bill introduced to abolish the Michigan pistol registry, but I think it expired already. So I think they were having a conversation about something going on um, in Michigan. Let's see. Um, uh, let's see what else we have here. Um, Jack Lowe says we still need to fight for our kids gun rights. I agree with that. Um, you know, um, and then Crackbot wants to know, uh, will the GOA do any type of community outreach? Um, like what, what, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think this is a form of community outreach, you know, sure. tabling gun shows and, and other political conservative political events. Yeah. I mean, we're, again, we're very accessible to, um, to, uh, to people and, you know, just, just reach out and contact us. Yeah, I think there's lots of, you know, this is a modern world. So um, I think that goes back to the whole thing with the NRA. Like mm -hmm. what kind of community outreach, you know, is it something where you fly jets out and get limos and stay in fancy hotels to have, you know, expensive dinners? Or is it something like this that really just costs Jordan's time and airwaves and then we can have this conversation and then all the other social media that exists out there that they can talk to the people with. Ultimately, the most important thing is they need the ability to go into the halls of Congress and fight for our rights. Well, you know, and we do travel out. I know uh, Larry Pratt, you know, our executive director emeritus, he was in, in Iowa testifying before um, the, the state lawmakers in favor of constitutional carry. You know, so I don't know. That's you know, we're going out and we're literally testifying for for pro gun bills and saying why Iowa uh, should should become the 15th constitutional carry state. Um, you know, so we're, we're very active there. And I know Eric, uh, he was just recently in Alabama, um, you know, at a, at a pro gun rally there speaking on why we should never compromise. Um, and I, I think he had a, a great um uh, a great reception to that there. Um, so yeah, we, we're, we, we do travel out and we, we love to meet members and, and everything as much as we can. So yeah. What I think is interesting about this show is we're getting comments from so many places, not just here in the chat. Um, that's really interesting and I'm enjoying it. Guys, keep letting us know what your comments, comments are. we got like 45 minutes 
to burn here. So we're still going to go through it. And one of the things that came through um, is if the, the horrible things of all horrible things, the ATF goes through with regulations in regards to rate of fire. Um, are you guys prepared to fight that legally in, in you know, in the we courts, are, Congress, et cetera? We are committed to fighting uh, any ban or regulation on bump stocks. Obviously, I can't speak to a regulation that's not public yet, but we are committed to, to fighting it. Okay. Do you guys have any insight on what's going to happen here? You know, we, we do have uh, uh, some eyes and ears to the ground, um, but again, we can't speak to anything um, publicly yet. So, okay, when do you think we'll be finding out what's going to happen? When do you think the you know the, they're going to come out with a decision? I, I know some people have been you know saying after the midterms around the midterms, so we'll see. I mean, there were thirty thousand uh, or twenty thousand comments, I believe, so they do have a lot of. Uh, time to sift through, which I, I really want to thank our members and, and activists on that because the the trace, which is a an anti gun publication, um, noted that the, the the comments by left on the ATF's period, twenty percent of those were left uh, by GOA members and supporters. They they mirrored our exact uh, language on our um, on our form letter. So I want to thank everyone who, who left the comment there. Um, and it, it's kind of funny. I like to make this um, analogy. A, a gun control group tried to do the same thing and they only had 7% of the comments. Oh. So we had almost three <laughs> times the amount of pro gun comments. And this is just with the, the, the comments that matched our form letters. Overall, it was like 85% pro gun. And, and I would imagine that GOA and, and with the help of, uh, a lot of the pro-gun YouTubers out there, um, you know, left the comment um, that the GOA was responsible for a, a significant portion of those comments being left. Absolutely. Um, and I want to encourage everyone, by the way, to support your local pro-gun YouTubers and content creators out there, please. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm in that thing. And of course, I know my, you know, the people in my audience support me all the time, but I think you should support the other guys because you, you guys don't really know this, but we're taking lots of flack from the other members of our gun community because we're doing this. You know, there's other folks out there that are all pro NRA, et cetera, and they don't like what we're doing. We're getting flack from them. You know, they're they're trying to blacklist us or freeze us out or not communicate with us or do anything with us. a lot of a lot of stuff is happening behind the scenes that you may not be aware of. Quite frankly, I don't give I don't give a damn. Um, I'm still going to do it. But, you know, I, I would tell you that don't think that we're doing this and it's all coming out, you know, coming up roses and stuff like that within the community because it's not. So um, and then, uh, you know, to go on to another thing, Jordan, folks out there would like to know they want a little bit of what we call Gorn, which is gun porn. So they want to know, what do you carry? What's your everyday carry? I think the last time I was on, I had a Glock 19. And don't hate me. I, I've downsized a little bit. I, I carry a <laughs> Glock 43, you right. know, okay. uh, just that single stack, the smaller size, just a little more convenient to carry. You know, so, uh, you know, I carry in the office. I carry pretty much everywhere I go. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't I hate you my, for that, man. I mean, the thing yeah. the thing is, is that it's more convenient and all that kind of stuff. I think it's kind of like a handicap, but I do the same thing. Glock 43 is what I carry most of the time. And what I do, by the way, is just carry an extra magazine on me. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Uh, carry more magazines. Someone should make like a single stack 33 round magazine that folds. Uh, <laughs> 
Trademark Hank Strange, 2018. <laughs> when someone makes that, you better make sure I get my uh, percentages out of that. But anyway, I just carry, um, you know, just carry extra magazine, I think. So that's what you carry, right? I'm not going to ask you to show it because if it's what you actually carry and all that, we don't want to. Oh, it's it's loaded and ready to go. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let's leave it that way. OK, if the folks want a little bit of gun porn, I can um, I can pull up some stuff here and then we'll give Jordan a little break and let him recuperate from answering all the questions. So let me look here and see probably the coolest thing that came in is this CZ, which you might you might think that I've shown this before if you've been looking at the channel. And um, actually, no, I did it. And so this is the CZ 75 tactical sport. What is it? Tactical sporter. Right there. Um, check it out. Usually this is this comes in. Um, 40 cal and this is actually a nine millimeter one so they do, do they make it in, in 10 millimeter um no i don't know i i was surprised they make this in because i've i've shown one i think i've shown a picture of one um this is like really a big uh competition gun so if you do two gun and all that kind of stuff this is a big gun that folks like to use here look check it out the uh the the magazines even have that plate on the bottom that orange I guess that's how you recognize it from that orange plate. So this is like a two gun, three gun. And usually I've seen it in 40 cal, but this one's nine millimeter. And uh, Tony, the owner of Big Daddy Guns, just brought it in here to brag to me that he bought this off of someone. So there you go. It's pretty sweet and sexy. Nice looking piece. Yeah, I probably butchered the name on it, but whatevs. So there you go. That's nice. Um, and then also there's a shotgun here from... Um, my actual, my producer, I've got a new producer What's the barrel length of that? Yeah, CZ? what the hell? Huh? What's the barrel length of that CZ? Of the CZ? I don't know. Looks like, I don't know, six inches? I got no idea. Someone someone look it up and let me know. Okay, <laughs> what what the hell is this shotgun right Benelli now? Benelli M4. Oh, Benelli M4, here we go. Um, By the way. Titanium 2. I've noticed that Gabe, dude, Gabe's probably going to come in now because one of his guns is, you can come in, Gabe, don't worry about it. It's uh, so, okay. Gabe is here helping out my, uh, Lola and myself. He's he's like our, our new producer. Young, how the hell does a 21-year-old college kid, how old are you, 21? 21. You're 21 years old. 21 in January. You just turned 21. Yes, Happy birthday. Thank you very You're much. in college. Uh -huh. You work for me for Peanuts. Yeah. How the hell do you afford a Benelli? I mean, I worked really hard for it. There you go. Good answer. Good answer. What? Awesome. So what can you tell us about this, Benelli? What oh, okay. Full-length magazine tube, titanium. Very nice. And nothing very much. I want to get the actual fo uh, folding stock on it. You do? Okay. Yeah, I do, but I want to get a good price on that. I didn't but even I, know they put a folding stock on these. They days. do, but okay. it's very uh, hard to find. But... Overall, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's and by the it. way, uh, like I never come to work uh, in a tie, but this kid's a professional. Oh, there yeah, go. pretty soon I'm gonna be working for him. Uh, <laughs> that won't happen. I need my peanuts. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. This is this is Gabe's uh, Benelli right here, and on the wall I've got my. Uh, let me make sure I don't drop his Benelli. So we can keep going through the going. Here's something that I do know about. This is my X95 from IWI. There you go. This is my everyday carry right here. Just stick it in my pants <laughs> and it's good to go. No one notices the difference. <laughs> so I actually went training with this. If you've been looking at the channel, you've probably seen me uh, show this a couple of times. 
I recently went and did some training in uh, Tennessee with my friend Reed Hendricks of Valor Ridge. And this was actually my backup gun. And um, I had a SIG 516 patrol or something like that. And usually it's fine, but something happened with it. So I had to go to my backup. Whenever you go training, take a freaking backup gun. If you're, whether you're doing pistol, rifles, or whatever, always take a backup gun because you never know what's going to happen. So there you go. That's my backup. Are you into bullpups, Jordan? I, I don't think I've ever shot one, sadly. I, I would I would love to shoot one. So oh, we that's gotta, another one on the bucket list. Yeah, so. we got to uh, pop some cherries, man. We got to yeah. get you. I, I'm actually I, – I'm an AK guy. So uh, oh, I, you I are. Like You're an AK, AK guy. AK-47s, and, okay. and they're just hard to beat. So – Okay, well, this is not an AK-47. This is more like an AK-74. Yeah. But it's also a bullpup because, you know, it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm into bullpups, so I collect bullpups. That's mostly oh, what yeah. I, I buy all kinds of different guns for the channel, make videos about everything. Um, and, of course, I have lots of guns that are not bullpups, but my favorite guns are bullpups. So this is an AK-74 bullpup uh, from Century Arms. I think they put a kit on this sporter. But but they put the kit on and they sold it like this. Uh, obviously, there's like this dip, this little rubber pad on here probably didn't come with it. And this is a horrible optic on here. I've been trying. I want to upgrade this. You know, I really need to upgrade this gun and get it back into action. And it's not so easy to get the ammo. But, uh, you know, I like the AK-74 a lot. I like it a lot. So you like AKs, huh? Yeah, I do. Okay. I was actually building a toy AK today, believe it or not. Listening oh, to really? Nature. Yeah, there's this company, actually ATI, that makes gun stocks. Mm-hmm. They, um, they just bought the rights to, hey, I'm going to show you the box here, and it's uh, called Goat Guns, but they're going to they're gonna repackage it, and it's basically like a miniature, they're miniature guns, and they have a whole bunch of different ones, including like... Uh, here, I just got handed, this is the AR version of it. So you get this and it comes in all these pieces and you put it together. So if I could show you closely here that it's actually, you can put this together like you would an AK, even has a little magazine and everything with rounds that you can put in. It comes with about three rounds that you can put in there and it's got a dust cover and all that. But the reason why this one is not fully on because I actually was trying to put it together today and I was hoping Walter was going to come on the show, but then he didn't because he had some stuff going on. But my spring is not in there. My recoil spring is missing, but that's how detailed this is. And look, it actually has the safety and you can pull the trigger and all that kind of stuff. So that's pretty slick. Yeah, very cool. Very detailed. So they're going to re they're going to rebrand these and um, they're going to have a bunch of different ones that they're going to come out with. So. It's something fun that you can do, I guess, when you're in the office and mm-hmm. get your mind off of whatever's going on. So, you know, I think that's pretty much it for what I have here on the wall. I don't know if there's anything else, but I, I don't think we need anything else. Um, let's see. Lola is writing some questions on the board. I'm going to go through here and see what else is. Uh, Darth Mayhem wants to know, where's your Gorn? You have stuff on you, but... Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to I don't want to make you take out guns and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> you know, just but to show really people. But it, yeah, if you really. Yeah. Maybe they don't believe you or something. So there you go. There. What what holster do you have? Um, I believe it's uh, CNG okay. uh, holsters. I, I got it at my local gun store. So it, it works as Kydex. Um, 
So it, it works. So yeah. Yeah, there's lots of chance of going, going. These guys, <laughs> there you go. Um, so okay, so let me. So how many guns do you have? Do you have a lot of guns? Do you? I mean, there's never enough. That is a fantastic question, and uh, and uh, I have numerous guns. So uh, I I I got an AK. Um, it was a, a college build, kind of uh, college and high school. It was started off as a Wasser, and I re- replaced the furniture on it. I got a, a red dot on. It's all kind of low end stuff, but I was in college and and it worked. So I, I love shooting it. I got a a Smith and Wesson MMP 22, which is it looks just like an AR 15, but it you know is in 22. I love that gun. Uh, it shoots great. Um, just that's the fun plinker. Uh, I still have a Glock 19. Um, so I, I got that, and I have many other guns uh, 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 in in here in Virginia. So. Yeah. Um, so if it if it if heaven wasn't so far, um, AK, the answer is always one less than maximum. That's what he says. <laughs> you know, um, let's see what else is going on here. Uh, so um, I'm trying to look through the now. So what what is like on your wish list? What would be if if money and all that kind of stuff wasn't an object what kind of guns would you like to get so i currently and don't hate me for this i don't have an ar-15 and i know that's uh it's a um you know uh, that's what everybody has now but i don't have one I, I had my ak and i was focused on you know tacking out my ak so that's kind of what i want to get into it's not because i don't support you know your right to have it i surely do but you know mm. I, I was just i like my ak and and i yeah, there's it. nothing wrong i don't think there's anything wrong with that yeah. if you're an ak so, guy you're an ak guy but yeah. you know th- there's lots of deals out there on ar yeah so i know it's definitely yeah. a buyer's market for for an ar so that's kind of what i'm looking into right now so i've been uh, saving up to tack out an, an ar so yeah i would say in the worst case what you should do is get a couple of lowers oh yeah you know yeah, yeah i mean because lowers aren't expensive you know mm-hmm. um not right now who knows <laughs> yeah but i collect lowers man um and what i mean by that is if i see you know good value lowers out there i buy them typically or if lowers have something crazy stamped on it that i think is cool i'll just buy it and put it up so i'm always buying lowers and putting them in the safe and what happens is you go through the background check and everything you have a lower when you're ready you can put parts together and build yeah. something you know so it's always the easiest way to get into an ar15 and if you so, for example, you're an AK guy, you don't really feel an urgency to own an AR. But if something were to happen, you'd be like, oh, man, I should have done something about that. The easiest thing to do is go spend uh, 40, 50 bucks. They, you know, it can go up to 150, 200 bucks, depending on what you buy. Yeah, yeah. Or even over that. But um, get out there and, and get a couple of lowers, man. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. So. Yeah, and then start putting your, your stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, also, someone wants to know what's your most prized gun that you own, or in other words, your favorite. I, it's got to be that Smith and Wesson MP fifteen twenty two. I just I shoot that gun, so I know it's a twenty two. But yeah, I, but that's an I, AR. Well, it's, it's an, AR, an yeah. AR type. It's not five yeah. five six, you know. Right, but right. I just shoot that gun so well. And if I just want to, you know, I, I grew up in rural North Carolina, and and if I just want to go out and have a fun day, you know, 
I, I'll reach for that gun. I can shoot it, you know, 500 times without really breaking the breaking the bank. You know, I just I just really enjoy that gun. So I know it's a 22, you know, but I like it and it's fun to shoot and it, it and I just enjoy it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally understand. Um, Screaming Skull Saloon says he's been shooting for 20 plus years and have only owned an AR since 2016. Late. 2016. Uh, he says he's owned bullpups for years and many other rifles, but just recently <laughs> got into it. And I get it. I understand it. I mean, I think it's just, uh, you know, one of those things. Uh, Null Context says the in-range mud tests will probably get you wanting to buy an AR. <laughs> I, I, I saw that. And, uh, you know, that, that's a that's a feature, too. But I mean, I don't. You know, I'm sure that's a great, great test, but I, I don't really, really plan on pouring mud into my AK either. So I, I haven't had a malfunction in it, uh, yeah. to my memory. So yeah, but. I've mud tested an AK, and uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, you, you don't. I mean, if you, if you get anything into anything, you'll have problems. Yeah, so of you know, including with an AK, regardless of what uh, people yeah. say. Uh, let's see what else. Armament and Axis Crispy says I've been shooting for over forty years and just bought an AR a few years ago. So, so, so I'm not alone. Is what I'm hearing is yeah. you know just I'm not I'm, just because I'm late to the AR game doesn't mean I'm alone. So yeah, and LB Louis Cipher says he's got five low shelf AR-15 lowers, two essential arms, three spikes tactical, uh, Jolly Roger, uh, the skull and the cross swords. Another cool one from uh, Spikes Tactical is the Snowflake Flake Lower because it has like a, it has a unicorn and all that kind of cool stuff on it. Yeah. So that and, and so basically he's you know saying what uh, what I've been saying. And uh, someone said here, I can't see who it is right now, but someone said there's nothing wrong with the uh, 22, 22s. And the 1522 is very popular. I have one yeah. as well. Yeah. You know? And it, um, it, 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 I just shoot it well. I like it, and I think it's kind of factoring into my um, uh, desire for an AR too. So I know uh, if any of my buddies are watching this, they they know how big of an AK guy I am. So I might mm -hmm. take some heat from them, but uh, who knows? <laughs> well, so here's the thing. So um, you know, one of the things that has that's come out lately is people are making the thing with the fifteen twenty two is that it's mostly plastic, so it's very light. Mm -hmm. So when you actually go over to an AR, you'll find this huge weight difference. Yeah. And there's some companies out there that are making um, uh, all aluminum 22 ARs with all the same, basically the mm -hmm. same controls and everything. Um, Defiance, which is basically a company under the Chris, uh, you know, Chris that makes mm -hmm. the Chris Vector. They make mm -hmm. the Defiance and I think it's around 600 bucks and that's all aluminum. So it has that AR-ish, like that kind of weight except that the barrel is actually a Ruger 1022 barrel. Hmm. So you can change those out. You can put in integrally suppressed and all that. And since you are an AK fan over the weekend, I have to actually edit this video and get it up. But over the weekend, I shot a full auto 22 LR AK with my friend Walter. Really? Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, that and it like was a, awesome. <laughs> I, I, I'm jealous. So, <laughs> yeah. And it, it was really, really awesome. So, maybe when you come out here sometime, since you've never done full auto, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll get you to shoot that. And yeah, not because I don't support full auto. I, I, I certainly do. I just never had the chance, sadly. So. Yeah. Oh, no. We'll get you shooting some full auto. <laughs> you know, um, every, and by the way, I think everyone should have full autos. Okay. 
that is a prerequisite for me. We should definitely go back to that. That's the point when when I was looking at these folks from the NRA talking after this thing that happened in Vegas and they were talking about how they supported the ban on full autos. That's where they lost me. Um, I already they were losing me with lots of other things that they were saying. But when I saw them reiterating that, I got really, really mad. And, and we've we just don't say that we have challenged machine gun bans in the courts. You know, uh, that's it's on our website. Um, you know, uh, we we have you know very publicly came out against that. So we, you know, we put our money where our mouth is when it when it comes to that kind of thing. You know, so we, we take it very seriously. Yeah, um, there's a question here from BRA ninety four. He says, "Do you support the Ohio gun owners?" I'm assuming uh, I do that's know, for you. Uh, some people who work there. Um, uh, I believe it's Chris Store. I think he's a, a a good a good guy, and um, you know they're not affiliated with us, but uh, you know I, I do think there's some good people working in that organization. Yeah, and Null Context has a good question. He's um, he says, "What gun law would Jordan most like to see abolished?" Uh, that there's so many. I mean, there, there's just so many. But to me, what just bothers me the most is is concealed carry permits. You know, having to to get you know a government permission slip to carry a gun. So I, I like you know having constitutional carry, carrying a gun without government permission. I mean, but there's there's so many. You ask me tomorrow, and I might give. I might say, you know, we should get rid of background checks. You know, the, the, the National Instant Check System, that, that should go. But, you know, just what bothers me, you know, the most is just having to, you know, take a silly training class, which is not really sufficient anyways to, to be proficient in firearms and pay money to the government for a little card that somehow makes you qualified to carry a, a, a firearm. So uh, having constitutional carry in, in every state would be my dream. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I kind of agree with you on that. It's and and the the weirdest, craziest thing I see is that people that take that class and then they they get these badges or something like that, you know. And it's weird. Uh, I, I that kind of puts you in the wrong mindset. I think everyone should have this. I'd like to see a law. Um, I don't know what would be the the number one law to get rid of. I would like to see a law that just says all these other stupid. Gun control laws are gone. We're going back to just pure Second Amendment. Um, that's kind of like asking a genie, though, to get <laughs> unlimited wishes. Yeah. So, but if I could, I would do it. If I could get away with it, I would totally, totally. And, and do again, that. GOA, our goal is to work ourselves out of a job. You know, we we don't want all of these gun laws on the books. You know, so that that's our end goal, and we got we got quite the bit bit of work to do. Um, but that that's our goal. And, and we, we don't stop. We, we, we're, yeah. we push it as best. Um, we can. And I think there's some questions uh, that go in the line of this, Jordan. How old are you, you little young whippersnapper? <laughs> I, I'm 23. <laughs> I just turned 23 last month. Oh, OK. 23. Yeah. You're a senior on uh, you're a senior on Gabe there. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> OK. Uh, Darth Mayhem says he'll buy full auto when I provide the ammo. <laughs> whatevs <laughs> if i have the ammo i'm burning it myself so um let's see what else we have in here we got a couple things but it keeps scrolling up um let's uh, uh let's see what's going on um okay red sky says uh sent in my first payment for goa life membership thank you so much Thank you so, so much. That means a lot to us. So we, we appreciate that. So 
Yeah, RTS guy said GOA needs to work on repealing 922R. Do you have any? Yeah, um, that's very silly. I believe that's you got to have so many American-made parts in your gun, and yeah. that, that's that's very silly. Um, something I haven't uh, brought up yet is that uh, we have told the Trump administration um, uh, to to uh, list uh, a list of uh, things he could do in his own executive power um, that he could legitimately do as the president, not overreaching his his executive powers, but, you know, repealing import bans, um, repealing, um, there's a whole laundry list of things that are, that are on our website as well of what we've asked the Trump administration. Uh, yeah. I mean, to, we're being blocked right now from getting all the badass AKs out there. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we have, it was, in fact, it was almost as soon as he got into office, we, we sent him that letter of a, a laundry list of things that, that he could do legitimately as a president is a lot of it was overturning what Obama did. Um, okay. So you guys you know. sent in that letter a year ago. Did you get any kind of responses on that or any kind we, of feedback? We, we have weekly communications with the Trump administration. Um, and they, they certainly know our, our positions and, um, you know, I, I, I can't really speak to what's going on internally with that but uh you know we we certainly are in contact with them yeah so um how would you say i know you can't say specific things but how would you say your relationship is with them is it combative favorable friendly you know there are are people in the trump administration who may take a more moderate view on gun rights there are certainly people in the administration who more favored goa's views um more so so uh but you know we do talk to some solid people there and uh we we do have their ear yeah now let me ask you this did you ever interact with omarosa (laughs) (laughs) exactly you know omarosa you never heard of omarosa she was on um she was on apprentice oh yeah she just recently Oh, see, you're okay. You're probably like a nerd and you're shut in there all the time. But Omarosa <laughs> was on Apprentice and um, I think she was on Apprentice twice or something like that. And she was working for the White House and then she got fired or kicked out of there. And now she's on Big Brother because she, oh. you know, she was a reality star that. Oh, yeah. I, I remember hearing about her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So, you know what? Let's, um, I think on that note, I don't know if people have any more questions. And we've got like 20 minutes here. If you guys do have questions, let's see what's going on. Um, yeah, Walter Walter's in the chat, by the way, but I don't know if he's coming on or not. He's complaining that he hasn't eaten yet. And um, if you if you know anything about Walter, you know that that big, massive cranium has to get fed. Uh, so let's see what's going on. I, I will. Uh, I'm going go to go. I, I say let's go to the news, man. You know, like what kind of stuff? What do you do for fun, Jordan? You know, I I recently moved to Northern Virginia, and uh, uh, my girlfriend and I went to uh, Winchester, Virginia, this this past weekend, and we just really enjoyed, you know, seeing the mountains and um, and uh, visiting the downtown area and everything. We met some really good pro gun people out there in Winchester. So right now, my, my girlfriend and I are are very, we enjoy traveling and um, just exploring the mountains and um, stuff like that. So. Oh, you're all healthy and outdoorsy, I see. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, uh, what is this?
So there's some, this is just like out of weird news. So this is on reason. It says Sony apologizes for weaponizing a food allergy in Peter Rabbit because we live in stupid times. Um, so on Friday, the live action CGI animal comedy Peter Rabbit hit theaters, finishing second at the weekend box box office with a better than expected 25 million by Saturday. The movie was besieged with letterhead outrage and uh, and a boycotting uh, Peter Rabbit, the hashtag boycotting Peter Rabbit tweets over a scene in which title character and his siblings in the midst of a protracted struggle against their new neighbor, Mr. Gregor, successfully slingshot a blackberry into the man's mouth knowing that he has a severe allergy to the fruit. Okay. By Sunday, the filmmakers and Sony Pictures had issued mea culpa. Food allergies are a serious issue. Our film should not have made light of Peter Rabbit's our arch nemesis. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Like, what kind of world are we living in? <laughs> yeah, and I, I know the Olympics are going on, and I don't know how much you, you, you follow that, but it, it's kind of interesting to see some of the, in my opinion, like CNN almost romanticizing, you know, North Korea's uh, Kim Jong-un's sister, you oh, know, that's and, yeah, that's batshit crazy. I mean, yeah, North Korea is not a very friendly per- place, and they're, they're almost glorifying her. And uh, it's just it's quite sad to see them you know, yeah. ignoring no, that. North Korea, North Korea makes Russia look like a, a fantasy land, like a utopia, like a paradise, right? And the media is happy to go after Russia. Uh, fine, I get it. Whatevs, but North Korea—they're not going to go after. North, they're going to make her into some kind of, uh, you know, she's like the next Angelina Jolie or something like that. She's yeah. evil. Why? We should just lock her up right there. <laughs> and, and it was—it was interesting. I saw BuzzFeed of all places write an article, kind of rebuking these other um, other media outlets for glorifying this woman. You know, so BuzzFeed of all places actually did something right. You know, so I, I thought that was uh, uh, quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of craziness going on out there in the world. And, and I just wonder if people um, are paying attention, you know, yeah. I, I, and, and speaking of the Olympics yesterday when we were on, I was saying that um, I don't pay any attention to the, the Olympics. I was wondering if anyone do you. Was there anything in the Olympics that you like? Uh I, I, to be honest, I really haven't uh, paid that much attention to it. It's been on the background in the office the past few days, but I, I really haven't uh, paid that much attention to it, sadly. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I haven't either. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything really in the Olympics that I'm all super excited to see going on. It's, you know, I'm waiting for something. To, to come up good there. I don't know. I think I said I'm waiting to see the Nigerian uh, female bobsled team. I don't think there's a male bobsled team, but I know I've seen some pictures of them before, so I'd like to see them actually go out there. It's like cool runnings too. <laughs> you know, um, that's what it looks like to me. I'm going through here to see what other news things are popping up. Let's look at the truth about guns. Do you follow any of these blogs? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's look at the truth about guns here and see what's going on. Lola, let me know if anyone else has any questions. I'm just going to um, go through really quick. It looks like uh, Remington is going – Remington has financial problems, but they've just put out an, an 870 TAC 
14 DM. So did you hear about Remington? What's I going did. On I did hear about that. that that's kind of sad to hear that. And, and I think uh, some people would say that their quality has is, is gone down recently. I grew up with a uh, Remington 870 uh, pump 20-gauge, uh, and I, I really in, enjoyed that gun. Um, so I, I've always kind of favored 870s, uh, but it is kind of sa- sad to see they're, they're kind of going downhill. Yeah. Let's see what else uh, is going on here in the news. I'm just scrolling through. Um, it looks, I saw this before. It looks like Elft, Elft Tactical or Elftman Tactical has come out with a new ultralight AR stock. If you get, you guys, I'm looking at this on the truth about guns. I guess it was at SHOT Show. And you know, at SHOT Show, there's like so much stuff. Did you go to SHOT Show, Jordan? I did not. Okay. Yeah, there's so much stuff going on at SHOT Show that you can't actually get around to seeing everything. So there's still news coming out of SHOT Show and Elf Tactical, or the, the same guys that make the Elfman Trigger, etc. It's weighing in at a scant 5.2 ounces. <laughs> the new ultralight aluminum stock from Elf Tactical is sure to be a popular component on ultralight AR-15 builds. The stock is built like a tank and has absolutely no rattle. It's rock solid, according to this. So I like to see a lightweight aluminum. I know I've been, uh, you know, I've been looking at all these things, especially since Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms has got some stocks coming out. So I think that's interesting. You're not a, you're not a, um, you're not, you're an AK guy. So yeah, they, they should make one for AKs, right? So <laughs> what, an ultra light for an AK? You know what yeah, the problem is? Well, I think the ultralight for the AK is the paratrooper, the folding stock, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that's really painful to shoot. I've shot one of them with, with the underfolds. Um, yeah, that is not a very good cheek weld on it. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, how do you make one of those where it's lightweight and it's still comfortable? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that's very easy, but, you know. Um, I'm sure someone out there would try it. I like the triangular folding stock and that's, I don't know if that's lightweight, but I think you could probably do something with it there just because you distribute uh, what's going on. Let me flip over to uh, the firearm blog and go through this uh, real quick here and see what's going on in the firearm blog. If there's anything interesting going through here. Um, I don't know if folks have any, I'm just skipping through. Don't really. I don't really see anything that's like amazing on the firearm blog right now. So, um, Amend Two introduces Glock magazines. Okay, that's cool. But we'll keep we'll keep flowing on that one. Um, no, you know what? I don't really see anything there. You know what, Jordan? I think we should talk some more about the membership. Okay. You know, um, there is a link. I said it at the top of the show. So for anyone that's watching, we still have lots of folks watching us. We do have a link in the description that you can go to. Usually the membership is 20 bucks. Jordan Jordan, uh, kindly gave us a code that gets you the membership for 15 bucks. We don't get any money, any kind of kickbacks or anything like that out of it. Um, just yeah, it's, it's a link. It's uh, I believe it's gunowners.me slash Hank Strange. I think you need to capitalize the H and the S. But uh, yeah, you can follow that link and it'll uh, let you join uh, GOA for fifteen dollars. And yeah, like I said, all that money goes to GOA and our efforts uh, on Capitol Hill and in the states to to protect gun rights. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so I encourage you guys, if you're if you're looking for an alternative here or you'd like to make sure that you're supporting some other organizations or if you're not supporting any pro Second Amendment organizations, um, what's, what's, the, what's the matter with you? <laughs> you know, you need to get up on it and support some people. We do have a link here and this never expires, right? I, uh, we have no plans to uh, to turn it down. So you, it's all yours, Hank, if you promote it as you see fit. So. Absolutely. So we will keep that. That will be in our descriptions from now on. And uh, from time to time, we'll do some things to uh, put it out there and promote it. Um, as I said before, we're not getting any money from the GOA. And um, I, I, it's not a, I don't require having getting any money from you guys. What I would like to do is push forward having options. Um, I think I said this before. The most powerful thing that we can have is options. When you go to buy a car, you have lots of options, right? Well, lots of things that you do. You go to to have dinner, you got options. Everything in life, you have options. Having more options is always a good thing. And having, you know, more than one person fighting for your Second Amendment rights is, to me, a prerequisite. So um, if you have no one, think about the GOA and, and other groups like that. Um, even if you have someone consider, uh, you know, donating to the GOA. Yeah. And how does that work? What percentage and all that's going to work, all that kind of stuff? It's, you know, it's all going to our efforts here at GOA. So, you know, it's it uh, it goes to, you know, keeping our email systems uh, functioning um, and, uh, you know, keeping us, you know, able to go to Capitol Hill and, you know, to print off, you know, one pagers to give the congressman and and everything like that. It's, you know, that's not free. So, um, you know, it, it it goes to 100 percent for your gun rights. So. Okay, cool. And no context says uh, when we're looking at the news, what about the $13 round on the firearm blog? Um, yeah, you know what? Let me skip. I did see that earlier when I was looking at the firearm blog. Um, and I believe this was like a military round, I want to say. Let's pull that up on the firearm blog. Yeah, there was. Let me read that real quick because I did notice that earlier if it hasn't gone away by now. Okay, so here we go. Um, No, that's not it. There's, there's, that was some other kind of ammunition. I'm looking for it on the, I did see it on the firearm blog before. Come on. Let's see. We probably have to go deep because other stories have come up right now. So let's see. I haven't heard of that. I thirteen dollars per round is kind of steep for me. So. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's a new kind of military round from what I saw earlier. And now, as luck would have it, I am not finding it um, on here. But I did see it earlier. You know what? We'll probably come back and talk about that tomorrow. And then I think uh, also, let's see, what else? Uh, what other things? Um, Null Context also says uh, that new Russian gun, the Orsis K-15. Yeah, we should probably take a look at that. Uh, Exhale said he just donated. So um, there you go. Gorillas and Guns. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Exhale. Gorillas and Guns says, wow, you got 167 thumbs ups. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks to everyone that did that. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Pixamite1 wants to know how much the bullpup was. I cannot even remember. That was so long ago. It wasn't that expensive. Um, I think it was a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> So I got that a long, long time ago. So I don't exactly remember. And I and that I will never sell. I I um I don't think I've ever sold any of my bullpups. I've sold a kit, 
like I built a bullpup kit and then I sold it. But if something's a bullpup, I pretty much don't sell it. And uh, Alaskan um, Alaskan Ballistic says, does GOA offer insurance on your firearms? <laughs> Once again, like the NRA does. So let's that'll be the last like the NRA question. Well, I, I, I think we covered that earlier. You know, we do have a network of attorneys that uh, we can refer you to a pro gun uh, people in your era, era specifically. And we do have a foundation that uh, you know, does take. Uh, issues up that they're the ones who challenged the machine gun ban. Uh, we defended a, a man named David Olson um, who had an AR-15 that malfunctioned and it fired like full auto. The ATF came after him. We defended him in the courts. Um, you know, so so we do a foundation um, who, who we, we do keep on retainer. And uh, so we're active in the courts as well. So. Okay, awesome. So uh, Lola did find that article and it's the uh, it's on the firearm blog says, $13 a shot, U.S. Army's new 7.62 millimeter XM1158 ADVAP round costs how much? Costs a key part of the capability brought to the table by the U.S. Army's new squad designated marksman rifle is its chambering the 7.62 millimeter round. Specifically, this chambering allows the SDMR to fire the also brand new XM1158 advanced armor piercing round designed to give the squad the capability to, to defeat advanced ceramic armors at combat ranges and uh yeah 13 dollars around that's amazing <laughs> so check that out anyone who wants to dig into that you know what i'm gonna do we got like uh, four or five minutes left here jordan how about this how about you um hit us up with your last words before we uh go off air here if there's anything that maybe you missed out on or some closing sure, comments sure. that you'd like to make. Well, first, thank thank you, Hank, for uh, for having me on. You know, uh, we really appreciate that. Just exposing us to your audience again. You know, if there's any other YouTubers watching and you want to get in contact with GOA, you know, you can DM me on Twitter or you can uh, find my email up in the newsroom of our website. Um, you know, and we're happy to work with any YouTuber who who shares our values and um, and yeah. So thanks again, Hank. And uh, you know, guys, if you if you want to get involved. You know, um, you know, I would love for you to join GOA and, and with Hank, we've, you know, discounted the price uh, for, for f just $15. But if you're still unsure or money's tight right now, I, I completely understand that. Our, our email action alerts are completely free and you can go to gunowners.org slash alerts and uh, sign up for, for the free alerts. And then you can learn more about us and what we're doing uh, legislatively and, um, you know, with, with candidates and everything. But uh, yeah, and uh, be sure you can like GOA on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter um, and Instagram. Uh, we're on YouTube. And uh, if you wanna connect with me personally, my Twitter handle is uh, Jordan K. Stein. Um, and I, I do a little bit of political commentary on there as well. Um, so that, those are all the other some great ways to contact us as well. So. Right. And that's probably a good way if they uh, follow you on Twitter at Jordan K. Stein. Um, how often do you put out updates and things like that? Oh, I, I tweet daily. So <laughs> okay, good. It's, it's one of my uh, guilty pleasures. So, <laughs> OK, cool. Um, you know what? Let me make sure right now that I'm following you there on Twitter. I think you are. Yeah, I think I am. Um, and you know what? Sometimes if it's something really important, you should do at Hank Trange. Okay. And uh, let me know so that I yeah. could um, so that I could, you know, retweet and all that kind of stuff. I think all Twitter right. is a pretty good tool for us. <laughs> 
you know, um, yeah, Jordan K. Stein and hold on. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm following you. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So if, if there's something really important going on, you should definitely do at Hank Strange and I'll retweet it and get it out to my audience yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and my DMs are open. So shoot me a message or Twitter's not your thing. You can find my email address on our website. So. Absolutely. And you know what? I want to thank you for coming on, man, and answering so many questions, including the tough ones. I know that, you know, um, you're, you know, you have a certain position there in the organization and I appreciate you coming on. I'd also like to, if it's possible, I don't know if we can work that out. It'd be nice to have some other folks at GOA come on. Maybe we can have kind of like a GOA roundtable mm-hmm. at sure. some point. You know, that's probably cost effective. Yeah. You know, we can save the money for uh, for fighting Congress, et cetera, you know, and, and have those guys come on and also for take sure. some questions. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So, all right. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to wrap it up here. I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Um, I want to thank the folks that support us all the time. All Everyone who's still in the chat right now, we have over 100 people hanging out in the chat. Thanks to you guys for hanging out in there and thumbs upping and sharing and all that kind of stuff, especially to those of you that went and joined up with the GOA. I appreciate it. Go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, well, yeah, I just wanted to reiterate that. Thank you so much for everyone who's joined and donated. It means a lot to us. We're we're glad to have you on our team. Absolutely. I I echo that. Um, Tomorrow is Valentine's Day and we have Walter and Katie from NLC Firearms. We've got Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms. So uh, tune in for that. Um, You know, one last time, Jordan, pick out a book from behind you on that bookshelf. Prove to the people that it is real. Okay, what is it? Shameless plug. This is, uh, if it'll work, On the Firing Line. Uh, it's a collection of uh, essays written by Larry Pratt, our executive director emeritus. Um, you know, some great books on here. You can uh, find it on our web store um, for, for a few bucks. But uh, some good stuff in here. So if you want to check that out. so Awesome. Good one. All right. <laughs> That's it. Excellent. Now I know why you're the, you know, why you're the PR guy. <laughs> you know, good job. Good job. So, okay. Thanks to everyone out there. I want to thank everyone that supports me. Uh, that would be Safety Harbor Firearms, um, Andrew's Custom Leather, and of course, Big Daddy Guns. We're in the Big Daddy Guns studios. Thanks to the GOA for coming on. Thanks for everyone for joining us. We are out of here. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Thank you, guys. Peace out. Stay right there, George.